Yeah. So what you're saying is that it's it's circumstance combined with mindset, and yes. that's really what it is, Correct. right? It's putting yourself in the circumstance of saying, if you're a humble person and you start feeling that this is yeah. you're sort of an imposition on your life, and 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 you're not getting ahead, you're not achieving what you want to achieve. You have to change your mindset and say, you know what, I'm going to have to change who I am because life is all Correct. about perspective, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's rewriting your own narrative. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the RLT podcast where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips podcast, episode number 36. I'm your host, Mono. You're joined by Leon, and as usual, we are very happy to have you guys here. I think um, throughout the last couple of episodes, we've really brought out quite a few good episodes. If we look at the statistics, it seems as if the people are enjoying what we've been putting down. Um, definitely from our first episode till now. We actually went through this the other day, myself and Mario, and we listened to <laughs> our initial episodes and we played it back and compared it with the stuff we've been putting out now. And, uh, you know, it's we are going to talk about something now that, I, that, that actually is in breach of what I'm going to say now, but it seems as if we're doing better, right? I, I think yeah. we are definitely getting there. It took us 35 episodes to kind of get the formula down, but I think, you know, the episodes are starting to sound quite professional. I'm, I'm quite proud of our, um, our editor-in-chief, Mr. Marne, uh, for sitting those <laughs> late you, nights and you. editing these things hand by hand, taking all the ums and ahs and, and laughs and, and bloopers out. Um, what do you think, Marne? Maybe we should do a blooper reel one day. I, I think there's way more hours <laughs> of bloopers than there is actual content. Yeah. It's something that I'm so stoked about doing sometime in the future. And that's the reason that we're, that I'm actually keeping all of the bloopers, Leon, as I, I think that it's going to be really, really cool sitting one day and going through it when I've got the time uh, to, <laughs> to create, mm. I don't know, maybe a mixed track <laughs> or something with the blooper reel or something like that. But yeah, absolutely. It's been a journey, man. I think, I think we've, you know, it's, it's all just practice yeah. at the end of the day. So if you guys are sitting out there and you think about starting your own podcast, uh, sure. I mean, like you can come to us for some tips and stuff, and maybe we'll do a dedicated episode to that mm. in the future. But I feel there's so much content out there that you can actually learn how to podcast yourself. But it just takes practice, man. Yeah, like like we did. with anything yeah. in life, yeah, you just got to jump into it. And listening back to our first couple of episodes, I don't think it was horrible compared to a lot of the, the other podcasts I've heard or starter mm. podcasts that I've listened to. Uh, but <laughs> but you can definitely hear a big big difference in sound quality you can definitely hear a big difference in editing quality and and just overall mm. flow in the episodes as well so so super stoked to have achieved this big milestone for us even though we haven't achieved our our final goal uh which which is 100 episodes i think most yeah. uh, most podcasters out there have that goal set but we'll get I think there. the goal will just keep going forward and uh, yeah, we'll just keep moving those goalposts further and further away from us. That's just kind of what we've <laughs> been doing. But yeah, so for the ones out there that want to start their own podcast, it seems like it only takes about 35 episodes to start getting it right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's almost like half a year's worth of work. But yeah, at least, you know, from the... The feedback and everything's been really, really great. So I think the people are enjoying. We're doing something right. I don't think we're doing it perfect yet. There's always stuff we can improve. But um, yeah, Absolutely. you know, a little bit of a pat on the back to ourselves. And with that said, giving ourselves a pat on the back, we are actually going to have a conversation today in complete contradiction to what I just did. And that is mm. showing a bit of humility and diminishing your judgmentalism. So toning down and learning how to be a little bit less judgmental and just practicing humility, you know, just being a little bit lesser at the end of the day. This is something that I don't know if it's the way that I've been brought up. I don't know if it's because of tough times that I had to prove myself so many times that by the time that I started achieving in my life, I felt so um, like self-proud or proud of myself that mm. I sort of became a little bit of a, an ass about some of it, um, mm. that I became a little bit judgmental. And, um, you know, humility went out the window, of course. And that's what we are going to talk about today. 
So a lot of what we've spoken about in previous episodes kind of comes full circle when we start talking about humility because uh, we've spoken a lot about, you know, listening and, and active listening and those kind of things. And um, that's probably one of the um, areas that's going to help you show your humility as well is mm. when you start actually listening to people actively and understanding what they're going through and showing compassion and empathy and all those all those things of absorption so you are pretty much taking in what people are saying and not just consistently sitting and listening to people and yeah. thinking about what it is that you want to say back because I'm super, super, super guilty of that. While people talk, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to say gonna next. Respond, yeah. Exactly. I'm not really listening. The reason mm. I like mm. to talk about this is I don't think a lot of people go on a discovery around humility. What does humility really mean? Mm. Why is it good to, to be humble? And what does it actually mean? I mean, being humble is something that I feel is like a lost form of charm that yeah. people used to have like in the olden days you had a lot of humble people serving and mm -hmm. nowadays mm -hmm. everyone just wants to be the best at what they do and they have to stick out and you know it's a shark tank out there so humility is just nowhere to be found anymore so i think it's important exactly because there's so many people that want to hear their own voices i think a yeah. lot of people are now highly geared towards being heard and your humility just goes out the door entirely because you can't have both. You know, you can't be humble and have your voice heard or can you, you know, and I think that's going to be very interesting. So I really love this topic for a couple of reasons. I see myself as a, as a sort of humble person. Yeah. And sometimes I feel that that, I don't know, gets me down in life. I feel like I lose out on a lot of opportunities because I don't speak up because I don't chase certain opportunities because i don't uh you stand out in a crowd and things like that as well and i see you as opposite type of person you're you're very outspoken mm. you're very outgoing and what i really want to achieve in this episode here tonight is speaking to the individuals out there who are like me and who want to be more outspoken but at, at the same time you know try and strike a balance between being humble and being cocky, you know, and just yeah, really strike a yeah, balance between yeah. that, number one. And number two, understanding that, you know, as you mentioned, when you're listening, when you're engaged in conversation, when you're practicing humility, you want to also try and diminish the judgmentalism, right? So try and not judge people based on your own biased opinion. Try and mm -hmm. understand where they're coming from. And I think exploring it from those two angles is just going to be so interesting because I think, again, I'm going to learn so much from this episode. So extremely stoked to d deep dive straight into it. We're going to unpack that entire concept here tonight with you guys. And we're going to take you out on that journey. And as always, we promise you that we will leave you with some real life action tips or action steps or action mm. tools mm. at the end of this episode. So Leon, where do you want to start with this? I know yeah. that you've got a lot to say on this topic, so I, I, I do. It's, it's so. I mean, I'm I'm permanently on a journey to try and refine who I am as a person, so that I can. I, I genuinely want to try and Absolutely. be as good of a person as I can be with what God gave me. You know, so, and I know that I'm faulted, and you know, there's a lot of things that I need to work on. And you're quite right. You just mentioned that I can sometimes come across overly confident and into the cocky spectrum um and 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 sometimes in such a way that it's even perceived as arrogance and and a lot of my arrogance i try and spice it up with humor sometimes i'm, I'm sure you've yeah. noticed like i'll be humorously co cocky <laughs> <laughs> and i think a lot of people do that you know almost as a crutch to kind of get away with it and um mm. the problem is that in 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 or or where the tricky part comes in is that no one knows your heart you know they don't know what's mm. going on inside your head so if i'm mm. doing if i'm meeting someone for the first time and i do a um let's say quite an arrogant statement but i mean it sarcastically to a brand new person that doesn't know me <laughs> they will immediately just brand and stamp me as that's a cocky bastard i never ever want to be surrounded by people like that or you know mm. he's just too full of himself or whatever the case might be while in my head i really do not want to like 
demean people or anything like that. That's just sometimes my style. And um, mm. the thing is that I've started noticing through introspection and all those like fancy words out there that it's not necessarily a blanket thing that I can just do always, you know, and I have to start becoming a little bit more humble. And um, so we'll get to judgment a little bit later because that I'm not too, uh, uh, well, I'm certainly guilty, but I'm not too guilty of that. But from a humble uh, a humility perspective, I do come across in the wrong way sometimes. And I do sometimes mm. not genuinely not exude enough humility. Now, one of the things that I have to start really, really thinking hard about when it comes to humility is first and foremost, humble people such as yourself, you kind of attract a lot of people towards you because they find they can speak to you, you open up and you ask a lot of what's happening in your life questions rather than mm. what's ha happening in my life stories. You know, you, you are genuinely interested in the person opposite you's, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've spoken to my wife and how she perceives you and stuff. And she's always like, yeah, he's intrigued and asks a lot about my stuff and so on. And that's nice. You know, I haven't even really noticed that, you know, whether I talk towards someone or whether I listen and take in, in conversations. Mm. And when I started literally um, like analyzing my conversations with lots of people, I still bring that aggressiveness um, into my subconscious. I don't know. I don't really do it intentionally and I really definitely do not do it to insult or anything like that. It's just my style. But I have to start toning it down a little bit. I need to start becoming a little bit more situationally aware. Um, I might be around people that are relaxed they've got kids and i still um <laughs> you know talk as if i don't know there's some competition underneath going on yeah and this guy already has this type of car and i'm not there yet so let's talk about this kind of stuff you know it's yeah. it's strange how you start that game in your head and it's really really because of my previous i would say journey in life where i was super competitive and trying to become something yeah, and, and now that I've kind of achieved that, now I can actually just become <laughs> a nicer person about, uh, you know, life <laughs> and people and conversations and stuff like that. Yeah, but I, I also do think that um, a big part of that, so, so touching a little bit on humility first, before we get to judgmentalism or judgment, mm. and, and what, a lot of what you're saying now might actually just tie into, and, and I don't want to spend too much time talking about personality types, but it could be because of the personality type that you have as well. So I feel that that plays a, a key role mm. in sort of how you perceive yourself in situations like that and how others perceive you in those situations as well is being cognizant of what type of personality style you have. So we've covered this extensively in, in one of our previous episodes, but I do feel that there, I actually do remember that there is a dedicated personality style that is highly associated with humility. And what that really means is that this mm. is something that comes quite naturally. But what we're talking about is, you know, for someone like you who's not sitting in that sort of personality style, how can you learn more humility? Yeah, how can you practice it. more humility? Mm. So I think it's a good point, the fact that you've pointed that out, the fact that you've become yeah. sort of aware of it, because at the end of the day, that, that already opens the door to say, now that I'm aware of it, I started looking and doing some introspection and observing others around me who are more humble than I am. And I want to learn from you know, the way that they sort of converse with others and you surround mm, themselves mm. with others and how they handle themselves in conversations as well. So extremely interesting, I think, on that point. Yeah, and I think, I mean, you're referring to um, in disk profiling, the S was for steadiness for steady people. Ah, yes, and they usually the come with a lot of humility and so on as well. Again, it comes down to their, their degree of... Um, patience and, and stuff so they want to hear out and find out and explore and so on when you become mm. a little bit more self-aware and you start looking yeah. at yourself and doing introspection which which mm -hmm. is where i'm at you know i'm done with the chase mm. 
Uh, not done. There's always a chase to be had. I'm just saying like that ruthless chase is now over. So I'm starting to mm. like figure out who I am, who I want to be for the rest of my life. More importantly, who do I want to be for my kids? Like what uh, example do I want to set? So I've noticed this S in the disc profile, which I'm super far away from, but I've noticed how yeah. beneficial it can be to exude or at least try and attempt to mimic some of those personality traits that goes into the S uh, person. And with that said, there's almost no situation in my life anymore where an aggressive, sort of like an aggressive stance in a conversation is going mm -hmm. to serve me any better than a humble one would. All right, where mm -hmm. I rather listen a lot more and I say thank you a lot more. And um, one of the things that I need to think about really, really hard, and it struck me when I did some research for this episode, we have to, at some point, start showing an abundance mentality. Mm -hmm. So thinking about there's always more than enough in the world. So don't fight for every little piece of territory that you think you deserve. You know, if it's about money, there's more than enough for you to make. If it's about success, there's more to go and make your own. If it's about happiness, you make your own. There's just always an abundance of everything in life. And you don't have to fight or have that underlying competition with every single person that you encounter for whatever kind of territory it is that they have that you want. And mm. that is something I strongly need to work on because that kind of bleeds into the judgment. It bleeds into um, being super, like just being a bit of a prick, yeah. you know, sometimes. Um, and, and, and yeah. you know, just being, it's definitely not nasty, but it, you come across as such and you come across as maybe cocky and, and, and overly confident and, and, and so on. And, if I can work on that, I think I'm like half the way there is because I've got this scarcity mentality where I've worked super hard to where I am. I don't want to lose any of it. Like this is my little piece yeah. that I've carved out for me. I will not give up anything. And I worked for this, you know, and I need to stop that because I've passed that point. I have to start realizing that, wow, there's like endless bottomless amounts of money, opportunities, mm. wealth, uh, sunlight and sun rays, health, um, you know, everything in the world. And I don't need to con constantly sub subconsciously compete with almost everyone that I encounter, especially strangers that I've never met. There's always that initial like touch and see you know who's this person are we like competitors mm, are we mm, the same mm. etc it's just it's i'm almost like a dog that sniffs you know when dogs meet each other they immediately <laughs> sniff, sniff each other's bums like i still do that like i sniff <laughs> I'm, a pic, I'm, a, I'm a picture person but you know what i mean like i sniff the suss it out and i almost immediately want to try and be like i wouldn't i don't want to use the word better because i don't think that's what i'm trying to achieve yeah but but you're trying to gauge like sort of where someone is in their life what they've accomplished and how yeah. much money they're making and mm. what car are they driving mm. and mm. Like, what house are they living in what area are they living in and things like that so it's subconsciously well i, I wouldn't even call it subconsciously but but maybe to some degree yes it could be subconsciously because you've it's become a habit. It's become part of your character yes, now yeah. over an extended period of time. Uh, we've spoken about that as well in the past, how habits turn into character eventually. Correct. And that becomes sort of ingrained into who you are as a person and your personality as well. So, no, I totally get that. I think that actually does open up a whole can of worms, you know, because um, once, once you start digging into others and start comparing yourself with others and and you're sort of seeing this this life as a scarcity mindset or not practicing this abundance mindset that you're talking about. I feel that that definitely is a major point that we need to focus on because 
once you feel that there's not enough, and I know because I grew up with a sibling, uh, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. you know, we grew up with with little little money and stuff. So so every now and then we'll we'll get a treat or like a packet of chips, and I remember this distinctly, like like it was yesterday. We'll get a packet of Lay's chips, man, and this was like once every <laughs> I don't know once a month or something like that, and we'll just devour it. Like uh, you just ch- and to this day, I'm exactly the same mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend looks at me when I eat a packet of chips. I'll chow that entire thing. I promise you, I won't share. Um, I'll chow as much <laughs> as I a, can so it, that I can get the most out of it, right? So <laughs> It's a super, super good example. Um, when I was a kid as well, an even better way to explain it, and that's exactly what scarcity mindset is about. Um, we... Mm. We grew up, I don't know, like my dad and them had good jobs, but for some <laughs> for some reason, there was scarcity. I, I do remember that vividly. And if they would open a packet of chips or snacks or whatever when people are around and they put that mm. in a bowl in front where everyone can get, you would immediately mm. see a race and a, a fight between myself and my sister who can get yeah. like the most handfuls until that thing is done, until it's empty. And that's what scarcity (laughs) is about, man. It's where you think, like, let me grab while there is, because otherwise other people's going to have it. But but that's exactly. So we're talking about humility, and that's, I think, the the core underlying issue there is the fact that once you have the scarcity mindset, you feel that, you know, you need to grab everything there is in this world before everyone else gets there. And then what happens is you start... As if there's a finite amount. Exactly. And we've spoken about this so many times in the past, is that... There's sunshine for all of us. There's mm. a ray of sunshine for all of us. There's enough place under the sun for each and every single person. There's enough money in yep. this world to be made by each and every single person. Allow people their own space to grow. Allow people just just become humble every now and then. You know, practice humility and try and yeah. find a way that you can you know sort of step back and say, what can I learn from this person? You know, what mm-hmm. can I learn from this person? And, and here's a cool quote that I've actually taken from Kali Linux. Uh, I, I remember <laughs> wow. back when it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, back from when it was Backtrack 5. Uh, so we're talking tech now and stuff, right? But it's, um, it's a, spe- a specific edition of, uh, of um, an operating system. And one of their slogans was, the quieter you become, the more you can hear or the more you can listen. And this is something that has just sort of like stuck with me for years and decades. And it really is just as simple as that. You know how much you can learn from other people when you stop trying to teach them or stop trying to enforce your own judgment or your own uh, perspective on others so Mm. that they can fall into line and, and follow you. You know how much you can learn when you start becoming a little bit more humble in a room full of people and stop thinking that you're the smartest person in the room, right? So here's my question to you, Leon, is that you're the opposite of what I am, right? In terms of humility, you're more on the confident side and I'm more on the humble side, but maybe a little bit too much. How do we strike a balance between the two? Mm -hmm. Is there a way for us that we can force ourselves out of that? And I don't know, how how are you not humble? Is that just in your personality? I know that you're humble yeah, in other ways, but that's the yeah. so that's the funny thing. I think I was molded into um, by through through life and 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 like childhood, growing up, and so on. I was molded into becoming very assertive and confident, and so on. And because that happened after the fact, it's definitely something I can rework, right? It's something I can reshape. Mm. And mm. the first thing I needed to do is <laughs> what I'm doing now. This is actually an extreme example um, of, of being completely situationally aware of what's happening and why. And then understanding how do I chisel back and find out how to be a little bit more humble. It's not humble is something that comes naturally for a lot of people, but it's I think it's something everyone can develop, right? It's mm. it's absolutely something anyone can at least develop. And there's a there's a very good statement that I really, really love. And it applies to almost everything in life. And you're gonna laugh when you hear this, but it's it's such a stupid thing. But think how applicable this is to almost everything in life. Just fake it until you make mm. it. Right, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So if I can't be naturally humble, I can fake humble or being humble until I get 
what it's about and and what it how I benefit from it and how other people benefit from me being more humble. I can imagine mm-hmm. how being more humble can benefit my direct, very close personal relationships. Of course, it I can. think I think. I think it establishes a lot of trust um, oh, in, yes. in in your friend in your close circles and social circles, right? Because mm. then you allow others to do exactly what human nature you know wants them to do is to talk about themselves. I think we mm. all want to talk about ourselves. Just more of us are actually holding back on that than others are. But I think it does establish trust, right? Yeah, 100%. And that, you know, there's a very, very clear reason why. It's because people that are humble put others first you know that's just Mm. kind of like the core motto to everything is they live very outwardly and not inward Mm. um they Mm. really look uh, an old school way of saying it would be that they are servers like they serve they they out there to serve people and give and give of themselves and 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 only Mm -hmm. take in what is given mm-hmm. to them you understand so um, they're very good listeners they listen to everything they provide feedback and they help people feel as if you can confide in them with anything because they're going to be very very selfless in assisting you with whatever problem it is that you might have and and i mean yeah. that's why i know that i've got it in me because i know for a fact that i when someone's got a problem i really do love helping people with their problems and and I'm mm. super selfless in that like acute <laughs> like um, scenario. I can be very very humble and selfless when it comes to helping people with a very difficult situation, and hopefully I can provide some help. Um, and that's like the the core function of being humble is having that ability to let someone just speak into you. Yeah. So you are very very. Um, and, and you just give out, you just provide out to them either, um, I don't know, um, assistance or empathy, sympathy, shoulder yeah. to cry on, WhatsApp message that will always reply, whatever it might be. Absolutely. Um, and that's sometimes all people need is to know that there's someone that at least knows what I'm going through. And um, that's enough. Yeah, you know? I think looking at it, because you mentioned something that's interesting as well is, is you know, servers and people who like to serve others. And Mm. I think that comes from two different ends because you get your followers and you get your leaders. But in both cases, they should be serving the other party. You know, if Mm. you're a server, you're serving your leader. If you're a leader, you're serving your followers. And it's as simple as that. So really becoming, stepping back and, and becoming more humble and saying, you know, how can I make this not about me or less about me Mm. and more Mm. about others? Because again, Zig Ziglar fanboy here right now um <laughs> but he still said <laughs> and he just he summarized and i'm going to bring him up because um he summarized it in such a beautiful way you can get everything that you want in life if you just help more people get what they want in life mm, uh, and, yeah. and automatically that will translate into become more humble serve others and look how that worked out for him exactly right mm. and it proved it proved so successful for a ton of other people as well. The next one that we want to touch on is is Mm. judgment, right? So judging without context is a big thing, Leanne, because I think so many people do this. And again, we're all guilty of this, you, me included as well, is that, you know, you might come across someone in your life that you see that they don't have a lot. And like, I haven't done this too much because like I didn't grow up with a lot, but Mm. I've seen this happen so many times where people look down upon others and say, yeah, but that person doesn't have a, a nice house and a nice car because they're lazy. They don't mm, want to work. Mm. They they don't go out. They don't. They're not looking for decent jobs. They they're not studying and pushing themselves hard enough. But judging without context is such a dangerous thing, and I think it ties so beautifully into humility as well. Because once you become quiet and you start listening to others, you can hear their story. You can you take into consideration the circumstances that they might be thrown into without you know their control or that some something that's completely outside of their control and all of a sudden now you're applying or imparting this massive judgment on them and saying you know i don't like this person because they're so rich and they're so famous mm, and you know mm. they're always posting pictures of their holidays on facebook and stuff you know on the flip side of the fence of what i've just described as you know a poor person not doing anything being too lazy you get those rich kids or rich guys or rich girls that you've got that you're friends with maybe from high school or maybe you work with 
And you're like, you know what, I, I hate that person because they're always blatantly showing to the whole world how much they've accomplished and how much money they've got and all that. But you don't know their story, right? Do you have the context behind that? And I think that's, this is where I want to slow down and say, how important mm. is it, Leon, that we should try and diminish that judgmentalism to a point where we become more humble, we understand, we observe the situation, we, we talk less, we listen more, and then we can impart our judgment if we really do want to. Yeah, so this is a tough, a really, really tough uh, one for, I think, a lot of listeners and for myself as well. Um, I, it's, it's so funny. I judge judgmental people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so by definition, I'm judgmental. <laughs> Um, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? Isn't yeah, that, exactly. Isn't that ironic? It's, it's, it's a very strange like circle. And uh, as much as I like, I've seen, for example, you know, with uh, some ladies, they might be gossiping a lot. Some men, they might be in the gym always comparing, you know, everyone's always judging other people um, based on either their appearance or their achievements or their success whatever the case might be, but it's a very, very toxic um, personality trait or or I don't think that's a personality trait, but just maybe a tendency that people might have towards uh, other people is to be super judgmental. And the problem is that it actually stems from um, you being insecure a little bit, all right, or um, having a false sense of self-worth uh, for yourself. Mm. Hence the reason you feel you need to be judging other people so that you can sort of elevate yourself above them, all right, and see yourself yeah. higher than them for whatever reason, whatever metric it is that you are basing your judgment on. So it's extremely important to work on um, judging people um, and not by just looking at their surroundings and the like what they always say you know judging the book by its cover and actually just seeing that you know in i'm specifically talking about um you know maybe people that are out of jobs or homeless people you know that mm -hmm. as as one area of, of people always getting judged are the homeless people why are they homeless they look healthy why can't they Absolutely. do something about it and Absolutely. you know it's it's I think it's usually very, very out of place for you to drive past them in a fancy car with air conditioning and immediately impart judgment on someone next to the yeah. road. <laughs> you are quite clearly doing better than them. So it surely can't be a self-esteem issue that is asking you or allowing you to judge that person straight away because they are miles from where you are at in your life. So why are you still at the core judging that person? Surely there must be a reason, surely, and at least believe that there's a reason rather than always assuming that it's yeah, yeah drug habit or, you know, he's a wife beater or he's an ex-convict and he's out of prison and he couldn't get, why do or, we or always... Or he's going to use the money for drugs exactly, or alcohol exactly. or something like that, yeah. Why does it always have to go to that? You know, some people just get blown a bad, just get dealt a bad hand. Um, I've seen a lot of old folks next to the road. Something probably went wrong at um, retirement age. Rather feel for those people. And there's no one in their right mind that will voluntarily go and live that life. Mm. That is something that happened to them. Not necessarily something that they created or wanted. There must have been... Um, you know, a certain set of uh, parameters that happened in succession in their life that caused them to be where they are at. Yet we tend to always yeah. agree and uh, even amongst people in the same car, people will usually agree on the worst case. Like, no, this is a, yeah. this is a street kid, he's a meth addict, what, 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 what. I mean, I mean here, and here's a good example, right? I mean, uh, uh, and it's, it's so true because... And I remember when I was in primary school, especially because we we lived in a in a you know, fairly poor area um, as well, and you know there were kids that that came to school and they reeked of like cigarettes or like mm, the clothes mm. were dirty or something like that, you know, and so much judgment because we're all kids and stuff, you know, 
And yeah. I used to really try and fight the urge of like chipping in and you're going, you're going at that person with your everyone else as well and, and, and saying bad things about them. But the thing is that people do this without understanding the context. Of course, kids, you know, they still need to you know, practice all of these different things and understand what life is all about and all that as well. But I think as adults, we do this so many times still, absolutely. Mm. We don't understand that those kids, a lot of those kids grew up on the same block or the same street that I yes. grew up in as well. Yeah. And I've been to their houses and I've seen their situations, I've seen their circumstances, and it's practically impossible to come to school smelling clean and stuff because mm. you know the household is a mess or you know the dad might be it's an alcoholic or something like. so yeah. and it's not exactly and it's not the kid's fault and i think in the in our adult lives as well we encounter so many different scenarios where it's very very similar as well you don't know the story you don't know the story behind the story and for you to open your mouth and start you know spitting out comments or dropping um, your comments on Facebook and so and on Facebook and social media and all those platforms absolutely we see this happening so many times that people go and open their mouths or type things out that they don't necessarily understand the context of the situation as well. Yeah. So I think so that, that's a great one, Leon. And I think what I want to do is I want to move into the real life for today. And then I've got some questions for you. Um, and maybe this is where the, where where some, some of your tips will come in. Um, I know that I've definitely mm -hmm. got a couple of tips that I want to share from my side in terms of both aspects, um, practicing humility and you know, sort of looking at how we can decrease or diminish our judgment that we pass on to others without yeah, context, right? Yeah. One of the first questions that I have to you is, is, is there something as, you know, being too humble? Can, can a person be too humble? Um, because like, obviously mm. we want to establish a baseline of saying, you know, if you're extremely cocky and you don't really care too much about others or maybe you're too confident and you don't you have to constantly remind yourself that you have to care more about others and listen more mm. but what happens to you know a part of the audience who's sitting there and saying but i am a humble person and that's not getting me ahead in life should i be more outspoken um how mm. can i be more like you that's really what i'm asking is how did you because I'm, I'm sure there was a, a part in your past where you were similar to me i don't know um mm, mm. where you weren't as outspoken where you weren't as confident as you are now how did you break mm. free from that is there a way that we can sort of give a tip on that yeah i think in and of itself what i'm going to discuss now will even come across a bit cocky but um so first firstly yes i think there is a limit to humility i think as soon as humility results in any kind of harm to yourself so people again taking advantage and that bringing you down to such a level that you are giving so much of yourself that there's nothing left for yourself um, you know, mm. that will obviously be damaging. So th there's a fine line as usual, um, where you should still keep some of your humility to yourself. And you should also um, still take care of yourself first. Uh, before anyone else if you are sick a sick puppy <laughs> you can't help others yeah. right um, so always take care of yourself first and then being humble after that I still see as like probably one of the best personality traits that someone can have um, for me you're quite right I've started in very very as they would say humble beginnings and in that I actually realized that you know being humble is is very very good but for me to kind of get ahead I need to be a little bit more aggressive assertive mm. combative um, I need to gain confidence all those kind of things and and this is where the cockiness comes in. I had to start winning. I had to start winning a few battles in my life. And uh, mm. the only way I could do that is through aggression, assertiveness, and confidence. And as soon as I had a few wins under my belt, I got addicted to winning. And the funny thing is mm. I always measured everything in win and loss. I would win a situation or lose a situation. And when I lose, I'll beat myself up, I'll get better, and I'll win again. Or I'll try again, and I'll win next time. 
And that's yeah. kind of how, it, for me at least, I really don't know if this is a psychological like description of what happened. <laughs> um, but for me at least, I had to start proving myself. Let's call it proving myself. I had to prove myself. Um, yeah. And by proving myself, it meant I had to start winning. Like um, Charlie mm. Sheen would say, like just win the battles that life throws and win and win and win. And winning gives you confidence yeah so what you're saying is that it's it's circumstance combined with mindset and yes. that's really what it is Correct. right it's putting yourself in the circumstance of saying if you're a humble person and you start feeling that this is yeah. you're sort of an imposition on your life and, and and you're not getting ahead you're not achieving what you want to achieve you mm. have to change your mindset and say you know what I'm gonna have to change who I am because life is all Correct. about perspective, right? Yeah. It's 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 rewriting your own narrative, and I love that. I love that. That's mm. uh, that's an amazing tip. <laughs> I'm so glad I asked you that question. This was not rehearsed, so I really dig the <laughs> the answer as well. Um, okay, so the, we we changed it up a little bit. That was tip number one. Um, I think cool. I'm gonna shoot off two of my tips, or maybe three of my tips, and then um, I'll hand over to you to to cool. wrap it up with yeah. your tip section. So um, in terms of humility, I think, you know, coming from, from looking at what we've just discussed, one of the main things that stood out to me here and one of the things that I'm going to be writing down as my action step to keep on reminding myself about is to become more humble. And in order to do that, the quieter you become, the more you can listen yeah. or the more you can hear. Mm -hmm. And that quote stuck with me and I'm going to actually print it out. I'm going to stick it up in my office here at home. And I really want to practice that because I do feel that a lot of people want to hear your voice above everyone else. You've got your own opinions forming. And every single time that someone says something, you want to sort of, you know, talk them down or at least get get some 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 talk time in. Right. So you don't want to just be sitting there and listening. But if you guys are out there listening to this podcast, you're already doing this first or the second tip. You're nailing it mm. because you don't have an opportunity to talk in this. You're simply just listening. You're simply just learning. So I can almost guarantee you that you are already on, you know, in terms of humility, practicing that on a daily basis. So just keep doing that. But do that in, in your ongoing, you know, daily conversations with everyone else. I think that's, that's one of my main tips in humility. Yeah. I think the other one that I do want to drop here in humility as well is... You can really extend this to a point where remember that we said that there's enough sunshine, enough sun rays, enough uh, money in this world, this abundance mindset for everyone. You don't have to steal away from others. You don't have to keep things to yourself and all that. And we've touched a little bit on this in the past episodes as well. But to teach others, use your knowledge, impart that on others yeah, because that's, that's the one. greatest form of humility. And that's sort of where I... Your, where it where it snapped for me when I was younger a couple of years ago, and my humility levels just skyrocketed because I just decided, you know what, I don't like people who hold knowledge to themselves. I hate dealing with yeah. people like that, and I don't want to become a person like that. So I'm going to practice humility to the point where if I learn something, I'm going to teach others how to do that too. Hence mm -hmm. the podcast, okay? Hence hence my job title. <laughs> yeah. um, hence everything yeah, right. that we do, right? It's the type of person that, uh, that we've become. It's imparting knowledge onto others. Don't hold on to that. Practicing humility is saying, let's let go of the things that I've learned, things that have gotten me ahead in life, and let's give that to someone else. Let's mm. give that to someone else, right? It's the same as giving 50 bucks to the guy standing on the street corner. It's you have something that they don't have and it's not going to hurt you to give it to them. Correct. It's not going to put them ahead of you. It's practicing humility in that regard. So that's tip number three. And then tip number four, in terms of judgment, uh, you touched a little bit on insecurities. And here's one thing that I do want to say from that is practice sympathy. Uh, and I say practice, and I'm going to em emphasize this again, practice sympathy, because sympathy is something that we can all sort of like we all sort of have and all that, you know, you can sort of see yourself in the same position, you can sort of put yourself in someone else's shoes, but it is a skill that you need to practice if you want to try and diminish this judgmentalism or this judgmental attitude that you have towards life or others. Try and just listen to their story. Ask more questions. Ask, understand the situation. Understand the circumstances. And try and practice. And again, practice sympathy. 
And those are yeah. my four tips, Leon. Anything from your side? Yes, that was beautiful. I I can't top that. So you're <laughs> gonna take the tip crown uh, this this week. Um, I I really only have two. So one for um, humility and one for judgmentalism. Um, when it comes to humility, I already mentioned, and you we we mentioned quite a bit about the abundance mentality and taking away the scarcity. So. The other thing, and this is a tip, this is something that I'm physically going to try. So again, <laughs> I like to have, um, what did we call it in one of our episodes, but it's almost like a toolbox. So I like to have a toolbox mm. ready with me when, when something doesn't come natural, I can just rely on the toolbox, right? So one of the yeah. tips that I'm going to give even to myself is to start my sentences with you rather than I. Um, and, and, and obviously not every sentence will start that. with you and I, but you know what I mean, right? So start talking outwards, be involved in the person in front of you's discussion and find out more about what they want to say, instead of always thinking about what you want to brag about or talk about next, etc., etc. So that's one of the tips that I'm personally going to work on as well. And I think through doing that, you are automatically going to gain on a few areas because you are going to start gaining on just active listening as well and and making sure that you Absolutely. actually and and the other thing i think that that could be so awesome about this is you're probably going to find out stuff about the person that you never would have thought of um or that just would have never surfaced because you're going to continue continuously push that person to open up and through opening up more, he's going to feel more comfortable speaking to you. And at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a conversation coming towards you at such a rate that would never have happened. Mm. And mm. I mean, I personally like it when people listen. So I'm sure that person's going to leave your conversation thinking, wow, what a nice guy. He really like showed interest in what I was talking about. Mm. And then the second tip I've got is with regards to judgmentalism. And I'm going to unfortunately have to echo slightly what you've already said. But this, I think, is 100% where, what it boils down to, right? Is to look deep into the people's situations before you judge them. All right. Um, before you start, especially when you're judging people on their outward characteristics. So, like what they look like, what they wear, what they have, who they are as as immediately perceived by you. Take the time and the effort before you judge to really, really think about, listen, what is actually going on in this person's life? If you have, what's that old saying, um, you know, walked a day in someone's shoes or whatever. If, yeah. if you've gotten mm -hmm. that far on your journey of, exp you know, exploring a person, then you might have the ability to even create some sort of judgment, even though one should never judge. But then it would make a little bit more sense. Absolutely. Um, so that's mm -hmm. kind of one of the things. It's just be more mindful. Be Train your mind to listen to your mind. Just, you know, your brain gets these feelings from places that you can kind of manage, right? Absolutely. And as soon as you can feel those thoughts coming up, just block them straight away and say, listen, this is not right. I shouldn't. I shouldn't judge this person for being on the street or for talking to the person in that way or for, mm. um, you know, staring in front of me because maybe his dad just died. Who knows? Um, you know, yeah. or why is that yeah. person being so angry at the the waiter? What a what a prick. No, maybe he just lost his job. Yeah, maybe he had a bad day. Exactly. No, I absolutely love those tips, Leon. So I'm going to summarize it for you guys if you want to write it down, if you want to take some notes. Uh, so in terms of humility, we've just dropped you four key tips here is number one, be careful of being too humble. Remember that mm. circumstance, whatever circumstance you're in, you can change your mindset. You can try and get out of that humble or humility state. If you feel that you're not getting ahead, if you feel like you're not headed towards your goals because you're playing it down too much. So remember, be careful of that as well, of being too humble. Mm. Number two, the quieter you become, the more you can listen. That quote mm. speaks a million words That's in and of one. itself. All right. Number three, remember to teach others, impart your knowledge onto others, right? And number four, start talking outwards. Mm. Leon, this was one of your tips. It starts sentences with you versus I. And I think I, I want to echo that as well is not, not only just start sentences really, but focus on that. You know, when you're having conversations with others, as opposed to 
talking about, I did this, I did that, I, you know, I accomplished this, I, you know, my week was so crazy, my day was so crazy, you know, my month was so crazy, this year was so crazy for me because of this. And the, Start asking questions like, mm. how was it for you? What did you experience, right? Yeah. These are all ways and the four main tips of practicing humility. In terms of judgment, practice sympathy mm, right mm. fix your own insecurities right so if you've got your own insecurities focus on those things but put yourself in others shoes really really try and think about you know what are they going through imagine that you're going through that right and then all of a sudden you start understanding the context better which leads us into the second tip under judgment that leon popped in here as well which was be more mindful listen and get the context listen to people get the context of what they're going through get the context of why they're complaining and don't just judge right it's a judgment without context is super super dangerous leon it's been an absolute great yeah. episode as always i've learned so much from you tonight and i really really enjoy having these conversations with you i'm looking forward to the next one with that being said ladies and gentlemen thank you guys so much for joining this episode leon please take us out Cool, man. I, th I noticed you just mentioned you in all of those sentences. So well done in applying <laughs> <laughs> the lesson tips already. Well done in listening. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I shouldn't start this question with, with I. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, that was, that was really, really great. I enjoyed it as well. I think a lot of these episodes I'm learning as I'm going as well, because these are definitely some of my weak points. So 100% we'll all be on this journey of being a little bit less judgmental and showing more humility and compassion. So thanks so much um, for the episode, Marlene. It was amazing. And for you guys listening out there, have a wonderful week and we'll see you on the next episode. See you on the next one. Until then, cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We really hope that you have found inspiration or motivation from our content this far. If you want to get access to sneak previews to our upcoming shows on a weekly basis, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Facebook page where we also share our blog posts and other great content from time to time. So head over to our Facebook and YouTube channels and feel free to share it with your friends so that they can also join you on the journey to success. Until next time, guys, cheers.